Elhamdülillah Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu alel meb'uth, rahmetin lil alemin. Seyyidina Muhammed ve ala ahli ve sahbihi ecma'in. Just a few days ago we had a, a mice, you know, just a mice in here, which is the season for mice. Or somebody saw a rat outside, or saw a mice in a rubbish bag. And some of us wanted to stand in a chair, you know. Quickly evacuate the place, you know, there's a mice in the place, yeah? Imagine if it's a lion. <laughs> you know, you just open it and there's a, a lion. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam is bigger than the sky. Yeah, in his real form, he can carry the whole earth on the tip of one of his wings. And he has six hundreds of them. Can you imagine the, there's an aeroplane, you know, flies here sometimes, heavy, heavy, like a military aeroplane. It flies low and you can hear it shaking the houses. You look up and say, subhanallah, how is this, you know, flying? Imagine that million times bigger. What will happen to your heart? If a mice make our heart, you know, tremble. Thinking of a lion, just thinking about it. Snake, scrobiums, you know, some buzzy bee that stings. You know, some, it makes us imagine that massive creation of Allah suddenly appearing in front of you by yourself somewhere in the mountain, like the Prophet Sallallahu was. Yeah? The Prophet Sallallahu his heart was absolutely trembling. Just, he did not know what is this. Yeah? He ab did not know what is it. He just ran down the mountain, ran down, gone home. And everywhere he said, everywhere I look in the sky, it's still the same size. <laughs> this giant, massive airplane. You know? And he says, Anta Rasulullah. Anta Rasulullah. He doesn't know anything about that. And he goes home straight, subhanAllah. This is number one listen that the Prophet he was the bravest, the bravest of any mankind. Yeah? To live and survive this experience, this is hard to steal. What got him frightened, he doesn't know what is this. Is this a jinn? Is this a shaitan? Is this a, you know, some evil thing, bad thing? Oh, he doesn't know. And where does he run? To the safety of his house, of his wife, subhanAllah. And look at this amazing woman Allah gifted us and the Prophet with Khadija radiallahu She says, la wallahi, no way, by Allah, this cannot be a bad thing. He says, khashitu ala nafsi, I'm just worried about myself. She said, no way, you, you are. So generous and kind to the poor and needy, so helpful to the oppressed, so generous to the family, so kind to the neighbors. She just kept encountering his attribute. It makes me feel so bad. My wife will never make a list like this about me, you know, she says, somebody, there's a hadith in Al-Bukhari about the woman sitting down, 11 women with Aisha. Uh, sorry, Aisha is narrating the hadith, 11 women yeah, and if private function, woman only, and they said, okay, let's talk about our husband. 
every one of us tell us a story about your husband. Yeah? And they say stories about the husband. And the Prophet is listening to Aisha narrating the story. And the end of it, the Prophet said to her, I am like the best one of those husband stories. Yeah, I'm one of the best and I will never leave you. You are my wife forever. Look at the This is the Prophet Muhammad So he goes down and he covers up. You know, we don't have this experience, alhamdulillah. They say when somebody is in a very extreme condition, they just want to cover up. They're shivering from the from the from the experience, you know. We haven't had that. Alhamdulillah. Jibril followed him. Yeah, and he's calling him. He says, "Ya ayuha al-mudathir, you covered up, wrapped up. It's no time for that. It's no time for rest. It's no time for comfort and safety. Come for Get up. Warn the people. They're worshiping idols around the Kaaba. They're erecting idols every day. Hundreds of them." Your own family, your own tribesmen, your own people. You need to start with your own family. Yeah? So those who are going to Hajj, there's, there's the, the, you know, you look at the Ghar Hira, you know, this where the, you know, the Jibreel came. Laylatul Qadr is, this is the, this is the, this is Laylatul Qadr, that's what we celebrate. Jibreel coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, telling the Prophet sallam, you are the chosen messenger, you are the final one. You're going to establish this. You're going to cleanse the Kaaba. You're going to worship Allah alone here again. Revive. The beginning is Ibrahim and the end of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The beginning was the Kaaba. The end is Islam with the Kaaba. Yeah? The beginning was the Hajj. The end is also the Hajj with the Ummah of Muhammad So now we're joining the circle from the beginning to the end. And he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam goes out to his family and we know Khadija straight away. Accepted Islam and prayed behind him. First woman to accept Islam, first human to accept Islam is a woman. Islam and, and, and the right of woman, Islam and honoring woman, Islam and the, the, the champions, you know, for women that used to be bought and sold to the 60s. And they're still bought and sold today in the streets of Wellington, the streets of Auckland, the streets of any city in the world. They're bought and sold. You go and pay and you can buy it, yeah? May Allah protect us and protect our families. They bought and sold. Islam came to save them. And the first woman, first woman, subhanAllah, Jibreel came and said salam to her. <laughs> yeah? Not only salam to her, he says, Allah sending salam to Khadija. The, Jibreel says to the Prophet, Khadija is coming with some, you know, f food for you. Allah is sending salam to her. <laughs> Think about this one. <laughs> Just think about this one. If I tell you the MP or the parliament or the policeman say salam to you, his card, you would be so something happening inside your heart. Allah sending salam, Jibreel sending salam. She says, How can I reply? Allah is salam. Allah was Allah himself is the source of all peace. You know how can I say peace for one of them? He is the source of peace. That's how she replied with her intelligence, subhanAllah. Yeah? So the Prophet ﷺ, Khadija, her children, all the girls became Muslim, all of them straight away. Yeah? Ali was living with them, the Prophet looking after him, he was a young boy, he became Muslim, Zaid became Muslim. His friend immediately, Abu Bakr Yeah? These are the first these are the first people to straight away. We know Muhammad, ﷺ. he never lied. He's the most honest, most kind. If he says this, absolutely true. We follow. Then he says, okay, 
revelation is to keep private. Just keep it private. So the private Abu Bakr went outside straight away. He got his best friends. And these six out of the ten elite Muslim became Muslim because of Abu Bakr. The Prophet spoke to Khadija. Khadija became Muslim from the Prophet. Ali from the Prophet. Zaid from the Prophet. The children from the Prophet. Abu Bakr from the Prophet. But then Abu Bakr goes out and brings Uthman ibn Affan, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas, Talha, all this amazing name is for Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr just goes and tells them, Muhammad, he chose him to be a prophet. You follow? Of course we follow. Then later on, Allah says, the whole family, the whole tribe, Banu Hashim. So the Prophet Wasallam, they say he had only, they had only one leg of lamb. Didn't have much. This is the first miracle recorded. They had one leg of lamb. They made something out of it. It says, invite the whole tribe. They came to the house of the Prophet and Abu Lahab, his uncle, felt something is going on. His, his old senior and old days, that's, you know, kiss his hand, kiss his feet, all these things. So he, he can feel, he can sense that this meeting is organized by his nephew, Something is going around. Then he ate quickly and apologized. Excuse me, I got something on and he broke the whole atmosphere of the meeting. When he left, he's the most senior. Some of them left and the meeting was kind of... The Prophet didn't deliver the message as he, he intended to. But he also understood that Abu Lahab, his uncle, is going to be trouble. So he... He repeated, and they say the miracle is this lake of lamb. Everybody, the whole tribe ate, they're full, and there's still some food left. <laughs> Subhanallah, you know, this is amazing. Another, he, another, he waited for a few more days and he invited them all again, prepare some food. And while they're eating, the Prophet ﷺ stood up and spoke about Islam. He told them that, you know, you know about the Kaaba, you know about you know the religion of Ibrahim, and you know that all this culture that we have now has nothing to do with Ibrahim It's all idol worship. You brought from the Persian Empire, from the Roman Empire, all this stuff has nothing. We, I am being warned and I am being sent to teach you the religion of Ibrahim Abu Laha, uh, of course, I think Abu Lahab didn't attend this meeting. He wasn't invited to this one. So the rest of them kind of politely, you know, listen and stuff, but they didn't commit to anything. And Ali stood up and says, you know, I'm with you, Ali is a child, you know. <laughs> I'm with you, Messenger of Allah. The rest, of course, didn't just say anything. They said polite and they moved on. Then Allah told them, you deliver it to the whole of Mecca. And this is where he climbed on top of As-Safa. Safa and Marwa, nowadays it's inside the Haram, in old days it was outside the Haram. And it was bigger, much bigger than it is now. They bulldozed it so bad to expand the Haram. Still a bit remaining there, about seven, eight feet high pieces. So he climbed up on top of it and called out. In old days, if you climb on top of that, it means there's something serious. You know, an enemy gonna attack or fire or earthquake, something serious. So people started to gather, call each other. And when everybody gathered around, he said to them, 
what do you think of me? What's your opinion about me? How do you know me? They say, oh, As-Sadiq Al-Ameen. The honest, trust, most trustworthy among us. You're the best son of the best. He says, if I tell you that there is an enemy going to attack us very soon behind this mountain, or you're going to ready and react, of course, immediately we'll absolutely follow and react and defend. He says, I'm warning you that what you're all doing is not correct. We need to go back to the religion of Abraham. I'm going to, you know, so revive that religion. I've been sent to cleanse the Kaaba and start the religion of Ibrahim alayhi salatu His uncle Abu Lahab went down on the ground, got the dirt to the sand, and chucked it in his direction and cursed. Yeah. And this was the surah revealed. You cursing the messenger? Tabbat yada Abu Lahab wa tab. Abu Lahab, you are the cursed one. And the surah continued that he is just damned. This is the beginning of Islam. This is how it all started. But look how it started. It started with the family. It started with the tribe. It started with the, with the people. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong that when you see your own people, you run to them and you talk with them and you laugh with them and invite them and feed them and be kind to them. It's normal. That is actually encouraged. To soft, you know, Allah says, وَاخْفِدْ جَنَاحَكَ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Lower your wings. Humiliate yourself. Be so humble, they can tremble over you if it is for the sake of Allah. The Prophet used to uncle, he cries, he cries tears for his uncle Abu Talib till the last minute. Even Abu Talib says to him, Ala deen Abu Talib, I am going to stick to those idols. And he says, Ya Am, he never says to him, I know more than you. I'm a messenger. <laughs> you are just, no, he never, he, nobody ever recorded a frown from the Prophet. Nobody recorded a yelling or a scream from the Prophet Again, it's the worst people. You know, so with our people, with our communities, with our you know, countrymen, brothers and sisters, our children, we just need to have that feeling that we need to serve them and help them. We love them, we care for them. Not because we know more than you. I've been older than you. I'm feeding you. I'm helping you. All this stuff. The Prophet never said this. Never. Never. And when Khalid ibn al-Walid, in the biggest battle of Islam after the Prophet ﷺ, against Musaylim al-Kadhab, when the Prophet ﷺ died, so many of the far Arab tribes just revolted. They immediately gone and said, oh, you know, we have a leader from our own now. <laughs> we cannot follow Banu Hashim. They gone back straight to the tribalism. Yeah? And the army of Musaylimah attacked the Muslim and reached the tent of Khalid ibn al-Walid. Almost wiping out the Muslim. Yeah? What did Khalid do? He says, Ya Yuhnas, Tamiyazu. This is his, his, his plan, strategy for the war. He says, Tamiyazu, so we know, separate now, distinguish yourself according to your type, your family, your, your tribes, and nationalities. I wanted to see which are the weakest one. <laughs> He said, I want to, don't mix up. I want you to be together with your own family and tribes. They dug hole in the ground and stood in it. 
not, we're not going to run back. You know, my tribe, you chopped me in half. I'm not going to bring shame to my tribe, my people. And it was a resounding victory for the Muslim. Was that just exciting them into that area? If the Prophet ﷺ begin by Allah's command with his own tribe, with his own family, is nothing wrong, you know, to Spain and to visit and to cry and to love and to love your own tribe, your own people, your own family. It's nothing, nothing wrong to mine is better than you. It's nothing about that. It's just I want my people to be saved. I want my people to be here. But if shaitan comes to you and says, my people are ignorant, my people are drinking, my people are smoking, the Prophet ﷺ people worshiping idols and drinking and smoking and womanizing everything. So, yeah, that is the lesson I wanted to share, that if Allah chooses us to be learned, to come to the masjid, to pray, this is the gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the first person to go to hellfire, the first person to go to hellfire, is a person with huge amount of knowledge. The people call him Imam, leader, Sheikh Saab, Sahib Saab, Mustaz Saab, Malim Saab. He's doing it to show off. His shaitan is making his big head. I know more than you. You don't know. I read. You know, I'm a Alim Saab. I'm learned. I memorize my voice, my recording. My That's the first person to go to hell. If you don't, in your heart, so soft, so gentle, so humble that women and children and men and old and young approach you and feel so happy to come to you and say to you, yeah, how you do this? Oh, I was like you, I never knew. And I read, somebody told me, here is the answer, you know. That is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves, what humility and humbleness and just lowering our ego, putting under our feet our ego. And watch what we say, the Prophet sallallahu saying, you have to speak. If you truly believe in Allah, you have to speak that which will bring goodness, bring happiness, bring peace, bring success. Otherwise, stop. He says, don't talk. When he sent anybody to other tribe, he will say, Bashiru wala tunafiru, yassiru wala tu'assiru. He says, you always give good news. Talk about Jannah, talk about Rahmah, talk about the mercy of Allah and the blessing of Allah. Don't you dare scare the people off. He says, when you take from zakah or sadaqah, don't you dare look at the best thing. Yeah? Don't you dare say, oh, this is good horse and camel, give it for sadaqah. No, no, no. You look away and says, you want to give sadaqah to masjid? You give your brother secretly. You just go put anything in the bar. That's the, that's the advice of the Prophet And he says, inna minkum munafireen. Some of you turn people off. Why? Because one of them read a long, he read about three quarters of an hour in salah. And people went and complained. He's praying for so long, my knees was <laughs> my back was there. The Prophet told him, come on, what's wrong with washams wa duhaha? What's wrong with wa duha? He told this to the Sahaba, he's teaching us that the time will come where people are not religious. You know, they're busy, they have so much on, and you need to be part of the Rahmah, part of the angel sent, you know, part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kindness. We don't need to, you know, shaitan comes to the scholar first. Comes to the learned first, come to the prayer first, and says, you look at that, you're chosen, you're the best. The Yaqof. <laughs> there is shaitan is whispering inside you, not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put inside you that you're so grateful, so you want to share that blessing with everybody. You know, with the way of the Prophet, food, drinks, you know, 
phone call, service, fixing a door, fixing a fridge, that for da'wah, for Allah's cause. You don't have to say salans, you don't have to say that. People know, people are intelligent enough, people are so smart. And nowadays with the internet and this, you know, everything, if they love you, if they love the community, if they love the masjid, if they love the company, that's enough. Because there's angels here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who guides. All you need to do is to be like a, a bridge. They come over to, you know, to the visit through you. That's all. Don't, don't, yeah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us reason for happiness, make us reason for people to come back to Allah in the best way. May Allah make us soft and gentle and kind. May Allah forgive us for our mistakes and shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it hajj mabrur to all the brothers and sisters going this year. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invite all of us to hajj and umrah many times and accept from us. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad.